103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles now presents Southeastern Indiana's longest running and most listened to sports show, Coach's Corner. Broadcasting from the Coach Raver Corner at Ison's Family Pizza. Good evening, sports fans, and welcome to another episode of Coach's Corner with Terrence Arney. Broadcasting live from Ison's Family Pizza right here in beautiful downtown Batesville on George Street. If you drive by, blow the horn, wave, let us know you're listening. We would love to hear from you. A great show lined up. In fact, it is our last show of the season. What a season it's been uh, between all of the state champions we've seen in southeastern Indiana with uh, all of the semi-states and the regional champions. It's been a great year in sports, and we've been glad to be along for the ride. I want to thank our sponsors as well for making this broadcast and so many others possible. Ison's Family Pizza, Garing's Fleetwood Chevrolet, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, and Great Plains Communications. On tonight, we will talk to the men and women of track and field. I will start off with Rx Sanders. Uh, with Franklin County Unified Track, and then we'll speak with Batesville's own Lisa Gausson as she heads up a track and field for the Bulldogs there. But first, let's just go up the road to Oldenburg, and let's talk girls softball with head coach Randy Schottner. Randy, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Well, um, this is the the time of year when when they can uh, get out on the diamond, if you would, with men and women, uh, baseball and softball now kind of in full swing. Talk to us a little bit about the program this year. What do you got coming back from last well, year? Last year, we had I had 22 girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, I'm down to 13. I had two seniors. Uh, then I had two girls transfer. Then a couple didn't play. And I had supposed to have five seniors. Only two came out. So seniors, they had jobs. and sure. So they did that. So I'm down to 13 this year. So I got two seniors this year. Then three juniors and eight sophomores so still got uh after this year i'll have everybody back you know most uh all but two girls so and hopefully get some freshmen out we didn't have any freshmen come out this really? year, so i was kind of disappointed i thought maybe i can get a couple sure but, sure uh, hopefully next season we'll have two or three freshmen because after that sophomore class you know if, if we don't get more girls it's gonna be tough to have a program right right now do um in that in that Oldenburg community is there a lot of girls that are participating in travel ball or uh no actually i don't honestly i don't think there's any girls that play travel ball i'm not that aware of but because okay. a lot of them play three sports basketball volleyball and right softball or track or something so i as to my knowledge i don't think any of them play travel ball so now let me ask you with um with that, these multi-sport athletes, and we've seen a lot of that um, with with all the sports, right? Whether it's you know a combination of football and basketball, or football, basketball, baseball, we see a lot of that in this area. I've always been a fan of of uh, these student athletes being able to play as many sports as they like. What, what's your take on the? I, I agree. I think the more sports, the more or better it is. I like I said in high school, I played three sports, so it mm-hmm. makes you better. I mean, it's uh, you use different muscles in different sports, so it's good. You know. Each sport's different, but uh, yeah, I really like two or three sport athletes. You know, yeah, and it seems like it makes them for a more well-rounded yes uh, uh, student athlete as well. Um, you and I were having a conversation off air about pitching in 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 softball, and 
just my naivete, I wasn't quite schooled on it, but it, it was interesting to me that you can really get by with just one or two pitches yes, the whole can. season. Softball is, if you have one dominant pitcher, mm-hmm. they can pitch every inning, so that's an advantage. And, and unfortunately, we don't have that go-to girl right now, so hopefully the next year or year after I can get somebody, you know. So we, we just basically got two pitchers, you mm-hmm. know, and it's tough, you know, when they're right. It, they're not – they don't – or we're pitching coaches. We don't have any pitching coaches, and, mm-hmm. and but it makes it tough. So so would you – and I asked this question to, to, to all of our coaches that, are, that have come in. So are you of the mindset that it's good pitching that wins the day, or is it good hitting? A little bit of both, but I think if you – pitching does win a lot of games. So if you got a girl that's, those, let's say, 70 miles per hour, wow. you're only going to give up two or three hits a game, basically. Mm-hmm. So I think pitching – outdoes hitting. Is that right? Dominant pitching. Well, there you so, go. There you go. That's and, my opinion. So. Well, listen, and there's no right or wrong because yeah. I've, I've heard both sides of it. There, there are those uh, coaches and teams that like to uh, depend on good, strong pitching with great fielding. Yes. You know, and they can get in and out of innings pretty quick and easy. And and if you're doing that, you're counting on, on the flip side in terms of hitting. They're just counting on the other team to make a mistake enough to you know to get a run in so i don't think there's one way that's no. better than the other it's really a matter of what you you know what you've got in terms of your talent exactly pool right yeah and and what's going to work best for you um how's the season going for you uh, guys so far it's been a struggle we're mm-hmm. one and seven going in uh right now but uh, we're making improvements Another, we played saturday at morristown and uh we uh, got beat 12 to 5 but uh we played pretty well mm-hmm. i was missing a couple of my starters and sure Made up a difference, you know, but uh, we play better. We're getting making strides. It's, of course, realistic. I was counting on, you know, my seniors, and right. so I was basically throwing a few girls in, and it's not wasn't quite ready for varsity. But there are more games are getting better. So I mean, we're starting to hit the ball, mm. not the way I want yet, but you know, we we're we're getting strides and good. One game at a time. Yeah, that's that, that's all you can but do. To their offense, we played some really good pitching. We matched up against a lot of pitching uh, veteran pitchers. So okay, now that that's surprising. Now that's a lot of games in a short period of time. Yeah. I mean, the season's only been going two yeah. two weeks, three weeks, three weeks, I believe. So. Wow, and you've yeah, already you got a lot of games. We were supposed to, well last week. We were supposed to play Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. Saturday. Unfortunately, Monday. We were supposed to play my old, former team, South Decatur, but they had to make up a conference game. Okay. Then Waldron Tuesday didn't have enough to girls, so we lost Monday and Tuesday. We did play Thursday and Saturday. So, and that and that's um, a challenge, right? With 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 softball early in the season, trying yes. to get all the games in yes. weather wise yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, that's the bad thing about spring. It's you never know the weather <laughs> is. And actually, we were supposed to play today, Lawrenceburg, but the, it was cold this morning, so right. post or canceled it. So, wow. So we got. Do get to play tomorrow night. It looks like the weather's going to hold off for us. So, and who are you playing tomorrow we play, night? We're at Jacksonville tomorrow night. So, the funny thing is, one of my former players at South Decatur, she's the head coach at uh, Jacksonville. So, that's going to be fun seeing uh, her and her dad helps, and we're good buddies. So, it'll be fun. Yeah, to say the least. So, she kind of she kind of knows your philosophies yes. a little bit. Oh huh? yeah, she she was actually a good pitcher for us in high school. Is that she right? She was a good little ball player. So, it'll be interesting to see. It's always fun when we play South because that's my cousin coaches South. Okay, and I was with her for five years, so it's always fun. But uh, last year we were supposed to play three different times. It got rained out every time. So yeah, we didn't get to play them at all last year. Okay, you, I, I've noticed that in this community, particularly you know the softball as well as 
the the baseball circles it is a lot of family throughout yes uh these different schools in different regions right i mean it's, it's not yeah. uncommon that you know it's that, not that you got a cousin or exactly right well we got a big family anyway so we got a lot of relation <laughs> i guess yeah because just going back to south basketball i had three cousins on that team is that right <laughs> basketball and yes and baseball four cousins playing on south gator baseball so it's and it's it's interesting. I was going to say that adds just a little extra element. Yeah. Right now you're playing for bragging rights. Exactly at, right. At, at the family reunion. Yeah, it's fun. Well, well, good deal there. Now, as the season progresses along, coach, uh, at what point in the year do you get into the tournament play? Uh, we we start sectionals. Uh, I think it's something the twentieth of May. So we're mm-hmm. it's getting there. Yeah. Less than a month, about a month away. So we we got quite a few games uh, coming up and. Uh, and in that, and in that uh, sectional, in your sectional, who were some of the, well, the powerhouses? Changed. Oh, is that right? Changed. The last few, all the few years I've done, this is my third year here. Mm-hmm. We always had Rising Sun Hauser, which always ranked top five, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year, it's uh, actually wide open. North Decatur's probably favorite. You got North and South, Southwestern Shelby, which they haven't had a team in six, seven years. Okay. And I think Waldron and mm-hmm. us and I think uh, Jacksonville, so... Wow. And I believe it's – nobody knows officially where it's at because somebody says Jacksonville, but somebody says that Greensboro – or North Decatur. But mm. if they have it north, they have to play at the Plex in Greensburg because they don't – got to have lights. Well, exactly, and, uh, exactly. And I'm hearing the Plex might be the – The place to be yeah, there for so that. that. that's – at least it's close to the Rising Sun because you've always been to Rising Sun. Ever since I was at South End – Odenburg, we had to go there, and you know, going in, it's tough beating the number two and three teams. Sure, <laughs> sure. My first two years, uh, we drew Hauser each time. So unfortunately, you know, it's an early exit yeah. for you then. Okay, yeah, definitely. Well, it sounds like you you've got your work cut out for you in terms of building um, a, a, a good program there, but also sounds like you're well on your way to doing just that. We're hoping that's all I can do. You know, and the girls are really great group of girls. I yeah, mean, they do whatever you say. And like I said, they're improving every day. You know, they want to be there and improve. It's just, just catching up. You know, it's it's not when you don't play travel ball, you're, mm-hmm. you're behind eight ball and no junior high program. That's the unfortunate thing. The Odenberg Academy, there's no feeder system. Sure. So a lot of these schools are getting the junior high programs and they're getting you right. know, working together, and that makes a big difference. So oh. we're at we're against the eight ball right or start out with, but uh, I think. We're making strides. That's good. Yeah. And, and that is kind of why I had, had questioned about the, the travel program. It seems like, and nowadays, yeah. that that is where these kids are, are getting, I won't necessarily say a leg up, but it's where they're getting their experience. Yeah. Now, we can debate whether it's good or bad experience, yeah, exactly. but, but, I, but they're getting experience. Yeah, it definitely helps play more games. The more you play, there you go. pitching, I mean, you, you'll see a lot of good pitching and mm-hmm. stuff, and it does help, but sometimes it burns kids out, too, if sure. you play so much softball then they get burned out coming softball season it's like wow so right. that's why you get some girls that don't play all the time you know right. there's quite a few schools i've noticed some of the girls aren't playing so interesting interesting well listen coach i appreciate you spending some time with us i'm glad it worked out yes, i mean it did. i hate that you got your game I know, canceled but I, <laughs> I just found out today we were supposed to play lawrenceburg and it's and fortunately got canceled because <laughs> yeah but it, it happens but i appreciate you let me on and yeah no doubt about it we wish you and the girls um all the best of luck in this coming season and uh we'll talk to you again later all on down right. the road thanks buddy all right that was head coach of olenberg softball head coach 
uh, Randy Schottmer of Oldenburg. And we've got much more Coach's Corner coming up in just a sec right here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. The Pizza Rock is back. Look for the Pizza Rock in Batesville areas, parks, trails, or playgrounds. Sometimes the rock appears in the downtown area. If you find the Pizza Rock, return it to Ison's Family Pizza ASAP. That way we can hide it again. Redeeming the rock will get you a credit for a large single topping pizza. Hashtag Ison's Pizza Rocks. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of life. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Ison's for allowing us to be here. Thank all of you for listening in. From 103.9 WRBI. Coach's Corner continues here. Live from Ison's Family Pizza, we just spoke with uh, the head coach, Randy Schottmer, at Olenberg about his softball team. A young team, sounds like, uh, with only a couple of seniors coming out. So those underclassmen are getting, uh, those sophomores and juniors, getting a lot of experience and hopefully building um, towards something big out that way. Just his third year there and definitely a, a process. But it sounds like they're getting things on the right track. We'll, we'd like to thank our sponsors again, Bruns Gutswill and Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, an SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC. We continue, as promised, on this final uh, Coach's Corner for the season. Talk a little track and feel. And uh, before she joins us, a uh, quick reminder, we do have Reds baseball on tonight. And we promise you won't miss a single pitch. First pitch is coming up at 6.40, and we're going to do everything in our power to get you there in plenty of time. So uh, have no fear. But joining the program now is head coach Lisa Gausman of Batesville Track and Field. Lisa, welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me. So it's, it's always good when we get to this time of the year. 
um, when the spring sports come out, it's 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 uh, you know baseball and track and softball and golf, you know obviously all of those outdoor sports. Um, and track and field is one that um, we don't always talk a lot about, um, but here in the last several years, I'd say in the last I don't know five to ten years, track and field has really become a sport where student athletes can continue their uh, their athletic career at the next level um i won't say easily but there's a lot of opportunities let's let's put it that way yes there is so when you look at your squad talk to us a little bit about the makeup your seniors your class what what do you Mm -hmm. what do you have yeah um i am really kind of underclass underclassmen heavy this Mm -hmm. year in fact um just looking at the numbers not too long ago I have the exact same numbers of freshmen and sophomores, both boys and girls. So Mm -hmm. a total of um, 23 um, make up both the so 23 girls, 23 boys that are freshmen and sophomores. And um, there's a lot of talent there, too. So that's a lot of fun. Um, But my upperclassmen, you know, they aren't anything to, you know, just snuff about either. So there's some good talent there. Um, and it's pretty even as far as juniors. I have eight um, across the board, both eight girls and eight boys. It's the seniors right. that we're lacking on the boys' side. But we had a lot of boys graduate last year. So um, so we were really senior-heavy on the boys' side last year. This year I have two. Um and um, and I have nine girls. Okay. So, so 23. Now, to me, that, that sounds like a pretty decent number. Are you able to cover all your events uh, with, with a team that size? Right. Um, so it is nice, right? It's nice to have uh, a little bit of depth mm-hmm. um, on that as well. And just, and just having that seven to eight extra girls right. that I don't have on the boys' side – and you, you really see it a lot on the boys. So if you, like right now, we actually have um, four boys that are injured. Mm. Um, you know, when you have some that are sick and all that happens at the same time. Sure. And even Friday at our meet um, up in Indianapolis, there was um, a couple of events we could only have one mm. in. Instead, you're allowed to have two when you have a big invitational, you know, and just kind of scrambling um you know, as far as that goes, where you have somebody that's sick and then your alternate happened to get injured that week. Sure. And so now you just have one person competing. So on our boys' side, we're hoping that we can get healthy here, um, you know, in the next couple of weeks. And uh, I think you see a big change as far as what the results will be in bigger meets when we can have um, all of our, mm-hmm. what I would say, our one, two kids that can um you know, that can compete and that we can have, you know, everybody in a spot. Um, on the other side, though, it does give other kids an opportunity right. to step up and and have that experience sure. of being in a big meet feel or, you know, even in a dual meet just to step up and be one of the varsity or be on a relay mm-hmm. that maybe they typically wouldn't if, you know, we were in full strength. And yeah. so it does give you an opportunity to see that. And then as a coach, sometimes you have to rearrange things. And, and that happened this past week mm. where I had a boy that, you know, we were heading at mid-distance and we threw him in to the 100 and discovered, hey, he's pretty good at that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, there are some opportunities that sure. things happen. You know, our kids are willing to jump in and try something to fill in a spot. Be like, so, yeah. And then 
on the girls' side, we're pretty deep. And so even if we do have a couple that get injured, um, you know, we have some people right there that can fill in. Right. So. And, and when and you say that, you know, having a, a deep roster like that, it's not so much that you get penalized by not participating in all the events, mm-hmm. but it definitely helps you, right, in that overall score exactly. mm-hmm. uh, to be able to come out on top at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. I mean, when you can uh, not have to rely on, you know, a kid that – would have to always compete in four events. Right? Yeah. You can keep, compete up to four events. And then you can allow them to focus, you know, maybe on two events. Like, right. okay, t- you know, on this meet, let's focus on these two events. And then hopefully that'll uh, trickle down a little bit when it comes to, you know, sectionals and conference. Mm-hmm. So they're not, you know, you don't have one or two kids that have to compete in four events, you know, to help you right. with your score where you can kind of spread things out a little bit and then they can run, you know, even better for you. Now, now have they, have they made, um, they being, uh, the state, have they made changes to how, um, sectional re I mean, how you qualify sectional regional wise? Um, no, that's pretty much the same. I mean, they have made changes a couple of years ago where, um, you know, it used to be, you have your, two and then you list an alternate mm-hmm. and you had to put the alternate in before the meet even started mm. um, which never made sense to me because things happen and that's why you have an alternate sure um you know particularly like um a sprinter usually or a hurdler where they might pull mm. you know pull some or a hurdler might hit a hurdle and right. you know really get injured well then you know say it happened in the 100 or the 110s and then they're injured, but they can't run the 300. Well, you can't predict that they were going to get injured. Right. But you have this alternate waiting that would like to run the 300s. So they did change that. So there That's has good. to be, and then they can't compete the rest of the meet, right? So they can't say, oh, I'm not going to run the 300s, but I'll be okay to run the 4x4, four four, you know, or something oh, like that. Oh, I see. I see. So if they're out, they're out for the rest of the meet. But it only makes it fair. And I think it, I mean, I think that was a good change. Um, the other change was in the relays, it used to be you listed six so you had four that ran and two alternates and now they let you have four alternates right mm. so you know rarely would that happen but it could happen sure. something happens to all four sure. you know some illness comes through the school you know whatever you know somebody gets sick or injured you know and now you have at least one per person to replace if need be good deal now you made mention of the invitational that you guys went to on mm-hmm. friday mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit how did that meet go for for the bulldogs <laughs> yeah so that was our first big invitational of the year um you know some of the meets we had earlier is kind of you use them as practice and sure. really see what you have for the team um you know even though you can do time trials or whatever in practice it's never the same once you're in a competitive mode mm-hmm. um so this was our first one where we had to limit the roster, um, and it was at Franklin Community. There were supposed to be more schools in there. It ended up only being six schools because of that bomb threat oh, yeah. um, that happened, and so some of the schools that were involved in that um, decided not to come. Um, but um, it was—I mean, it's a great—it's a great meet. It's good to see competition sure. from up in Indianapolis area and compete against people you don't see around you know around here all the time and um, just bigger schools right so who are some of the some of the big talents that you, that um, you see? so Franklin community obviously sure. was there um, Perry Meridian mm. they had some you know some good quality um, people um, and then Connorsville was there which we do see them 
sometimes. So those are probably some of the top ones. And then, um, anyways, it, it's just it is it's good to have that big meat feel. Um, the one thing that's nice about that one that didn't happen this time, but they do have tri- time trials. Okay. So it does give the kids an opportunity to figure out how to do time trials before, you know, um, sectionals and conference and things get here. However, um, there was a lightning delay. Mm. So there was this one little cell that came through and it happened to just come through right over this track. And so we had a lightning delay. And because of that, and so that it wouldn't make such a long night, they ended up just doing time finals. Right. Um, and so they just reseeded everybody and, and went by their seats. So it didn't really work the way, you know, that it is always a nice uh, way to get people to be able to feel that and how how time trials work and the amount of time you have between events and things like that when that's involved so that was the only um that was the only change there but again it does give everybody a good competition um and to see everybody at a different light and they learn things you know somebody you know some of the athletes like okay i didn't cool down good enough after that before i was ready to race this other one so it does allow them to you know make adjustments Mm -hmm. to either warming up more cooling down whatever you know or even the height that you come in at high jump you know sometimes it's like okay maybe i need to come in at a lower height so i'm a little more warmed up um so those things are good to to go to meets like this a big invitational is this early you know so now when you look at your team um who do you have uh, boys or girls that you think has a legitimate shot to compete um, at the regional and state right. level? Um, yeah, it's so early, um, but I do think um, I do have s- some talent in our four by four girls mm-hmm. and um, four by eight girls. Um, I do think that they have a legit legitimate shot to get there. Um, you know, we have to continue to drop our times. Um, you know, and I do think also our four by four boys, once we can get healthy, and that's the thing, it's hard, it's probably hard to think about some of the boys because it's just a matter of if you can get everybody healthy. Right. Um, I don't feel like we have our strongest four by one there yet, but our girls four by one is getting stronger and they keep decreasing their time. So, you know, there might be a shot there. Individually, um, uh, my high jumpers, my top high jumpers are doing well right now. Um, Aiden Eckstein, he won the meet, um, not at his best jump by far, but um, he has cleared 6-4 this year. Wow. So that's good. And um, Ava Hansen has cleared 5-1 this year. So, um, you know, early in, in the season, that that's pretty exciting, you mm-hmm. know, keeping them healthy. Definitely. Um, I have some, you know, I have some other top um, mid and distance runners. And I think it's just, again, I think it, as far as my sprinters, it's really hard to say that right now sure. i mean i think you know i do have some really strong ones mm-hmm. um that i feel like could you know as if they continue to get stronger and faster as the season goes if they right. continue to progress there could be um you know some shots there um like jake chapman uh, he ran really well he won the um, uh, two mile on friday he just he really just stuck to the plan even mm-hmm. though a lot of kids took off like he kind of ran very consistently and then had his best 400 finish ever that I've ever seen and wow. ended up winning and um and his times continued to drop and he's working really hard so I see that um 
Yeah, I mean, I could. There's probably some other mids. I mean, really, we Ava Hansen also in the 400 has been really strong. We do have just some strong girls yeah. that um, continue to drop their times. Um, and that's really yeah, what it's so, what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, and, I, and I've heard you I've heard you say that about it several different ones that week in week out or meet after meet they're shaving mm-hmm. they're shaving on those times so yeah. and uh, i know one of the things i always i always like to list um and i don't know if you see them up but on the um results you know personal bests mm-hmm. you know? so even though you have a personal best um and you may not be varsity but you continue to improve so that's right. you know that's a win right there no no doubt about it now now lisa by no means am i trying to date you okay um but the namesake of of this show coach raver he was an avid uh track and field um coach in his day did uh did you have the privilege to to run for coach raver i did actually um luella vaguely was Mm -hmm. my coach but coach raver was the boys coach so yes but um you know they both helped each other out right um so Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay. Like I said, my intentions were, were, were not not to date you, but um, so even even though he was coaching for for the boys, um, what do you remember, if any? Uh, because you know, Coach Raver, he always had all yeah. all of these sayings that he used to always oh, yeah. would say to kind of motivate um, the student athletes along the way. What's what's uh, uh, anything that you remember? Um. Well, I think when I was going through, he was um, he was also the cross country coach, and mm-hmm. I didn't do cross country, which is ironic. I probably should have, but um, I did not. Um, I sprinted and was a hurdler and high jumped. Okay. Um, but I do. I mean, I do remember high jump, and he still had said it when he was helping me coach. You mm-hmm. know, like to squeeze the penny, you know, <laughs> to get to get yourself to lift up and. Right to squeeze your you always <laughs> squeeze the penny um that's a good one yeah um but really the, the the probably the what i remember the most about coach Razor, raver is that he was just so knowledgeable and he had stories um all kinds of stories right. you know that he remembered about different athletes whether it was from beatsville or in the area um you know and not just from track and field but mm-hmm. he knew you know just a lot of interesting things in so many sports and just to sit and pick his brain and talk to him about different things was what was a lot of fun even even in my younger years no (laughs) (laughs) lisa don't hold it against me forgive forgive me for for that but yes no no doubt about it he and he and you're right um i think that might be one of the things that um i know at least for me too that i enjoyed talking to him about was just from the historical side you're right he had that that uh that bear trap of a brain where he just remembered all of these things these nuggets about people and sports in that game back in that day you know and it was always fun to mm-hmm. to talk to him about that well it's been fun talking to you, well, thank you. <laughs> um about batesville track and field and uh sounds like you guys are um on your way shaping up to have a really nice season about mm-hmm. what point in the year um is are do the sectionals and in regional state yeah. when so that all rolls our around. big tournament um season really starts in may okay all right so we we would have county and then um conference and then sectionals and regionals um so you know we had a big week last week with three meets and then we um just have one this week which is kind of nice mm-hmm. um and then next week we'll have three again. And right. So 
I mean, with JV is in there too. That, um, but it's you know it is good that the kids get to compete. Sure. You know, practice some, but then let's let's actually compete and see you know how you're shaping up and and things like that. And competition is a lot more fun anyway. Than practice, exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah. So. When May gets here, mm-hmm. we got to have things figured out, which is not very far from now. <laughs> so, uh, and this is just for my edification. I'm asking you this question because of, particularly in this part of the country, southeastern Indiana, where the weather will change literally on the drop of a dime. Do you see times fluctuate like that based on, because, you know, last week, weather was, you know, 60s and 70s, this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. Who knows how long it's going to be cool this week? But right. do you see the time times change um, us fluctuate when that does? Yeah, but it just kind of depends on your mindset. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, obviously, if it's really windy, that's going to make a sure. huge difference in anything. But um, you know, cold temperatures. It, again, it just kind of depends on your mindset. And that you know, we are outside almost all you know all the time. Right. You know, we don't cancel a whole lot mm-hmm. um, because you never know. What yeah. it, and they're not going to cancel a meet. As much as you would, like with softball and baseball, that's different. Sure. You know, um, and so we do try to be outside as much as we can. And, yeah, I just think if you're prepared, right? you know, you can see somebody PR on a cold day as mm-hmm. much as you could a really hot day. You know, and there are kids. There are kids that are going to run better. Like some kids run better in cold, you right. know. Um, but I think it's all about your preparation and your mindset. Good deal. I'll buy that for a dollar. I like that. Well, Lisa, again, it, it's been a pleasure speaking with you about your squad, and we wish you guys and gals all the best of luck this season, and we will talk to you again later on down the road. All right. Thanks. All right. That was head track and field coach for the Bulldogs, Lisa Galsman, joining the program. We'll be back in just a bit right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. The Pizza Rock is back. Look for the Pizza Rock in Batesville area's parks, trails, or playgrounds. Sometimes the rock appears in the downtown area. If you find the Pizza Rock, return it to Ison's Family Pizza ASAP. That way we can hide it again. Redeeming the rock will get you a credit for a large single topping pizza. Hashtag Ison's Pizza Rocks. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. We are here for you. At George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values. You and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. Free delivery before now and always. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Ison's Pizza for allowing us to be here. 
We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going, and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRVI. And we are back one last time here for Coach's Corner. This is Terrence Arney, and i got to tell you, it's been a pleasure, not just tonight, to speak with these coaches, but it's been a pleasure all season long. Just finished up with Coach Lisa Galsman of Batesville Track and Field. Um, had a big meet on Friday, a big invitational meet, but, of course, with the unexpected uh, bomb threat in the Indy area. That took a lot of the players out of that meet um, that would have participated. Um, but Batesville, once again, a very strong showing with uh, several individuals uh, coming in first place in that meet. And it's good to see see that as that, uh, their season gets on the way and going. And um, <clears throat> we look for uh, much more of the same, much more first place finishes from that team and I, uh, I I hope and pray that Lisa does forgive me for for putting a date on her forehead but I did enjoy talking to her about when she was in school and um, and coach Raver was coaching track and field as well as uh, cross country at Batesville and just her interactions with him and what she remembered uh, that, that was a, a fun conversation there as well as promised Reds baseball on the way. We'll get you out to first pitch in just a few moments. But, again, just let me take a moment, uh, not just to necessarily to reflect on um, all the greatness uh, that we saw from our student athletes in southeastern Indiana, um, but but we want to do that as well, right? I mean, that great run by that North Decatur Charger football team going all the way to semi-state, um, that was just a phenomenal run, and I really enjoyed being along for the ride on that one. Uh, WRBI had a chance to call um, their entire postseason, including that semi-state game there, um, but it didn't stop right there. And the EIAC had several teams, had three teams going to semi-state. Lawrenceburg as well went to semi-state, and as did uh, East Central. Of course, the Trojans would then go on to win um, another state title in football. Um, and again, uh, WRBI there for their postseason run as well. Um, and then when you change gears and you, you, you go to basketball, and you look at the incredible run that Jacksondale had there, not just with the women's team, but the men's team both. Both teams crowned regional champions. And during that girls' season, head coach Scott Smith, uh, with his 300th win, uh, and then goes, takes that momentum on into the postseason, sees his ladies, oh, just a game away uh, for from making it to uh, the state. Um, but, uh, again, it was just a great ride for, for those young ladies, and I'll guarantee you they will be back. They only graduate one senior, um, so I'm sure they're chomping at the, get, the bit to get back out there. Um, and then the boys did the exact same thing. They go to a regional as well. Um, we were there to bring you all of that action as, as well. Um, and they, also in the area, we saw the uh, Greensburg Pirates and their boys basketball make a bid for a regional championship. Didn't quite get it done there. 
Um, but we were there for that game, and, and I can can say that I, I saw Coach Stacy Meyer coach his last game because shortly after that, the announcement came out that he would be stepping down as the head coach um, of the Greensburg Pirates. Uh, but once again, we were able to bring you that moment, not knowing at that time how monumental uh, that moment would have been. But it's been great to be with you all along the way. And we want to thank you for listening. We want to thank Abby Brinson for everything she's done. Thanks, Sally Raver, for getting this off and running. And as always, thanks so much for listening to Country 103.9 at WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Reds on next. Listen Monday nights at 6 for Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville on 103.9 WRBI. Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville.